investigations and laughs. It's normally what we do, but obviously not a whole lot to investigate these days when it comes to the uh, sports world. So we're left with laughs and we're good with it. Welcome to episode 11 of the Gym Class Hero podcast entitled Quarantine Quiz. A Gym Class Hero. The guy or group of guys in high school or junior high that always kicked everyone's asses in games and basically made you feel even more shitty about your own suckiness. Welcome to the Gym Class Hero Podcast, where participation trophies go to die. I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and quiz guru. We've got the uh, Queen City kids in the house, per usual. Perez and Bernsey. It's time to take Woo. the Rona test, y'all. Woo! Yeah, yeah! Love that money. <laughs> um, is it Scantron? Do I need a number two pencil? It's my favorite kind of pencil, by the way. Is there any other thing than a number two pencil? Like, have you ever owned anything other than a number two pencil? But it's the number two. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. You dirty. <laughs> That's where my head was at, too. I, I, I thought that you were on the same boat, but apparently you're not. Sorry, guys. I'm a married man now. I'm not always in tune with the two. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you know what Sorry. I mean. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get to uh, our quarantine quiz, a couple quick hits. Uh, Perez, I needed to tell you something that I've been meaning to tell you. Bring it. Henry is alive and well. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, Perez on my bachelor party, <laughs> during my bachelor party, he shows up out of nowhere, wasn't expecting him, completely surprised me, middle of the bachelor party, second day, and uh, an hour into him being there, he bought me a hermit crab from one of those crazy beach surf shops, right? <laughs> he comes out, and he's like, I bought you something. <laughs> Happy bachelor party. And he hands me a hermit crab. <laughs> he gives me... Food with the hermit crab. <laughs> and he goes, this is how you take care of him. Well, that was back in September, right? He is alive and kicking, and I thought you should have the update, Perez. Dude, that's amazing. I figured he'd, he'd be in the trash by now. But yeah. yeah, man, good job. I'm not going to lie. I thought he'd be dead, too. I'm proud of you, Tumba. He's uh, very it much was, alive. It was kind of like, kid training, you know? <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. If you can if you can keep a hermit crab alive, you can keep a kid a kid alive, you know. Friends looking out for friends. Um another quick hit real cool real quick. Episode 1 and 2 of the uh Jordan Doc. My question is, did you think that appointment viewing was a thing anymore? Did you watch it when it aired live on Sunday? Because honestly, the last thing that I watched when it came on television, um when it was, you know, other than a live sports game, was uh, Game of Thrones, honestly. So did you guys watch the Jordan Doc when it aired? Yes. I haven't seen an episode of it yet. So. Wow. Oh, my God. You, you do know that, like, six million people saw it that night. I mean, I guess you missed out. Perez. Yeah, that's my bad, guys. I don't watch a lot of TV these days, man. I got, you know. I don't sit there and watch TV. It's the Jordan Doc. I haven't even seen the new season of uh, Ozark yet. So, I mean, I got a lot of catching up to do, man. Oh, man. Okay. All right. You're a disappointment in life. I, I thought maybe you were just um, resisting because of your Braun love, but I get it. Okay. Busy no, guy. I, I, I'm definitely going to see it. I just haven't got to it yet. What was the last time you watched something that was appointment viewing, Burns? Can you remember? Um, well, no. 
I mean, I tried to catch the Ozark the night that it was released. Does that count? Yeah, man, that show's badass, dude. I can't wait to see that. I've been holding off because I, I need to have a time where I can just sit and binge it all day. And, uh, yeah, that's going to happen for sure. Okay, Burns, I think you just skirted my question a little bit, but I'll give you credit. Ding, ding. Um, by the way, Pires, um, it is an amazing season. You definitely need to get on it. Ozark, like ASAP. When you find time, yeah. when you find time, busy guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, another quick hit. NFL draft. It's here in about an hour, y'all. And I could care less who you think that they're going to draft. What I do need to know is if Tua is still available at this number seven pick. If you were the Carolina Panthers, would you draft him? Yes. Absolutely, yes. 100%. I think he has the best arm and accuracy that we've seen come out of college in a very long time. I think, you know, even if, like, let's say let's say he falls to us and, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, we're, we're, we're still all in on him. I think we immediately open up the bidding war for possible trades or, or draft picks in the future, you know, like the best possible trade scenario. Or we just keep his ass and let him learn behind Teddy for a year, then trade Teddy away for whatever and keep Tua. Okay, so this is my opinion. I think absolutely, if he is there at seven, you draft him. And this is the reason why. We've got Teddy on a three-year contract, right? Old Bridgewater. But what he really is, is a bridge to the future. Let's be honest about that. Teddy's going to be just good enough for us to not get Trevor Lawrence next year. Okay? So... This is, I, I disagree with that, though, okay, man. Okay, I but do. but this is the thing. If you draft Tua, you play Teddy, and you hope that Teddy does really well and shows out, right? Then you weren't going to play Tua this year anyways. You weren't. Get, he's not even fully recovered. I mean, I know he's looking good, but he's like. But he says he's 100% healthy, but we all know that that's him saying, I'm healthy. I need to be draft high. Right, exactly. I need draft draft capital <laughs> is what he what he was saying. But yeah, I mean, he's gonna sit one year anyways. So you go out if you're the Panthers, you let Teddy Bridgewater just kill it, go win seven, eight, nine games, whatever, and uh trade him in the offseason. Because no matter what, that third year on his deal, his three year deal, is our option, it's the Panthers option anyways. So Realistically, you'd really only have to hold him for two years if you do want to keep both of them through a second year. But think about the amount of like trade potential you have with either quarterback. Because if Tua never plays as a starter for the Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater kills it, the potential that Tua has is plenty of capital in terms of a trade. Do you not agree? Yeah. I think I just mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, I think that if <laughs> Burns. I think that if we draft Tua then more than likely he's going to be playing. I mean, I just don't see I don't see a guy of his caliber coming in and not playing, even though we do have, um, you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater is an, a really great quarterback. I think he's going to impress a lot of people with what he does, but I just don't see drafting Tua and sitting him. That's just weird. I think you got to sit him for a year. Um, actually, I needed to rewind. Right? Okay. Back to Jordan real quick. I forgot about this. There's that whole theory that Jordan only decided to let this documentary happen after LeBron won that championship when he was down 1-3 to the Warriors in fear that people would maybe forget that the that he is the most savage basketball player to have ever lived. <laughs> Do you believe that theory? It's been 20 plus years since Jordan's been retired, right? You don't talk about 
anybody else being the greatest player besides LeBron or MJ. So do you think that once that happened, Michael's like, man, there's kids that are watching basketball now that have never seen me play. I need to remind them real quick. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yes. I mean, I, I think that's part of it. Absolutely. What do you think, Perez? Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with Burns there. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think Jordan's like, yo, these kids, they don't know about me, but I go out and I put up 61 while I'm hurt in the garden, in the playoffs, because <laughs> I'm a boss. <laughs> Jordan. Greatest basketball player ever. All right, here we go. Quarantine quiz. We're going to get through this real quick. Gentlemen, are you currently wearing pants? I am indeed. Uh, yes. Shorts, not pants. Okay. I know Perez has gone back to work recently. Um, and since you both are currently wearing pants, let me ask you this. When was the last time that you interacted with a human outside of your home beyond a simple wave? Like, Burns, have you gone out anywhere? Uh, yes. To where? my girlfriend's apartment okay so answer the question have you interacted with a human outside of waving at them Uh, well we did a little bit more than waving but yeah (laughs) okay okay anyone other than your girlfriend uh yes um i'm guilty of uh i i I got a haircut what how dare you blasphemy i know uh you know i one of my buddies uh set up uh our friend's was giving out a, a hair a, a haircut or two, and he needed the money. So I said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna help I'm gonna help support him by getting a haircut." And I tipped him generously, and he was very appreciative. And I hope I don't get sick. So Burns got a black market haircut. Nice. You uh, you feeling any symptoms of the Rona? Oh, I'm I'm good. But I I got the haircut on Saturday, so I think I got a little bit time to. Find out, I guess. Um, so I guess moral of the story is holler at my guy Burns over here for the haircut for the hookup on a haircut guy. <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was outdoors, you know, he had gloves on and a mask. So Guess we'll see you in about fourteen days, won't we? Yep. <laughs> all right. Um let me ask you all this. Do you find yourself watching the sign language interpreter more than the actual speaker during Rona press conferences? Always. For sure. Is it not super fascinating? You're like, I wonder if I can tell what they're saying. And it's so animated. You hear like um, one of the speakers get angry. Like you can see it in the motions of the sign language interpreter. <laughs> it's a pretty amazing thing to watch. What about you, I Burns? Like- I, I like this the still frame uh, photos that you know I I can't think of a, a particular one but it, it, they just catch them at the right time to make it look like something different <laughs> you know wh- whether it's like sexual or just funny overall and the still frame photos are hilarious I'm sure that you can find a number of them on these the interwebs right now <laughs> yeah putting those sign language interpreters in a compromising position. <laughs> Um, let me ask y'all this, uh, Dak Prescott, um, I'm sure you heard ain't scared of the Rona. He threw himself a little party with about 30 people. Um, if you were cool enough to receive an invite to this shindig, which let's be honest, you most definitely are not. Um, I think Burns kind of answered this already. Would you attend? Because Burns is already a risk taker. He's got black market haircuts, weekly black market haircuts. No, not weekly. I went like <laughs> two months without having a haircut. And... Burns goes and gets his haircut every day. 
<laughs> Don't let him lie to you. You got to keep, keep that dude fresh, man. Uh, fresh cut, man. So would you have attended Dak Prescott's 30-person party, Rona party? No. No, nah, I'm all good with the Cowboys, dude. <laughs> All right, if, uh, okay, let's let's switch if it up. I, if I, hey, if I had the Rona, I would attend. I like that, Burns. I like I'm, that. I'm kidding. That's that's horrible. I'm sorry. Let's let's switch it up. If Christian McCaffrey, who you know you love, and he's on your team, if he was stupid enough, which he's not, to have a 30 person Rona party, would you have attended that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know the ladies are going to be over there, dude. Does who does he date? Um, some really hot. Lady. Some Instagram model, Olivia, Olivia Col- Colpo, or I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Woo. Hot fire. She's been. Uh, she was with uh, Danny Amendola for a little bit. Yes, that lady. And, and then a uh, another uh, DJ. She was seen at Coachella, and then right after that, that's when he slid into the DMs on Instagram. And Good for how, him, man. That's that's how they met. Yeah, Burns got the background story. Good for you. Yeah, that was that was the that was how they got into it. I would absolutely crush smoking. Watch Christian McCaffrey turn this girl into a serial dater and just lock her down and wife her up. Do you think he wants to do that? Well, well she he he just secured the bag, so I don't think she's going anywhere. <laughs> he just secured the bag. You're right, Christian McCaffrey with that mega contract. Um. Okay. Well, let me ask you all this. When's the wedding now? <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess that's the better question, right? Do you subconsciously freak out a little bit inside when you're watching TV and people are standing next to each other, shaking hands, or even worse, hugging? Do crowded rooms on TV give you anxiety now? Not at all. I honestly haven't felt any of the coronavirus impact any part of my life. And you know, they're already starting to gradually open things up. I've I've not felt any fear of the coronavirus the entire time. It doesn't bother me at all. I guess Perez is the bad person to ask because he's saying he's not watching any TV. But Burns, I'm sure you've watched plenty because you get up at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> do you uh, <laughs> do you uh, find yourself getting a like just not even like consciously, like subconsciously? You're like, oh, those people are too close, like. They shouldn't be that close to each other or shouldn't touch like that or whatever. Because I know, like, I know me and my wife, and almost about a week into quarantine, I started to, like, have that feeling. I'm like, oh, man, those people are awfully close to each other. It's, like, almost subconscious. Have you had that feeling, Burns? Yes. But I will say, and that was probably around the same time as you where I was, you know, we we were very, we weren't very knowledgeable about this whole thing. And, you know, uh I think the fear was at an all-time high about a week in because we just we just didn't know any of the stats. We didn't know what was coming. Everybody was telling us the worst. And now that you know we we've seen kind of statistics and how it's been affecting our country, which has not been it's, it hasn't been overwhelming, but it has been bad enough to continue to close stuff down. Right. Um, my my fear has gone away. I, I do not. I do not uh, fear going out to grocery stores, really, as long as I sanitize and you know do the smart things that I've been doing. Um, I, I I really can't control, you know, if somebody sneezes on aisle seven and I'm in aisle eight, you know, and it sneaks through my, my mask or whatever, I don't know. But, like, you can't really be fearful of that. You have to just continue to live your life and be smart and not, and not go into groups and crowds and just, you know, 
do what the experts tell you. But like, no, my fear has gone away. I do not stay up at night worrying. I just, I mean, I still worry about my mom and, you know, everybody's parents and stuff, but that's about it. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. Uh, It's, it's not so much a, in my brain, a fearful thing. It's a, you're getting like your brain. It's funny how your brain works. Like it's getting used to seeing people not close to each other. So, and obviously this is going to go on for quite some time, regardless of how things open back up and all that. But social distancing is going to be a thing for a while, um, regardless. And being like over hygienic about things also going to be a thing for quite some time until we figure out whatever's going on. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy what your brain does. Like, I don't know. I, I get where Perez is coming from if he's been kind of isolated from all of it. Um, obviously I'm right in the, I'm right in the shit, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's funny, man. Your brain, crazy, crazy thing, man. Super crazy. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Beautiful thing for sure. Okay. You know what time it is. Everyone's favorite game. Pick one. We put the fellas in two very difficult, uncomfortable situations. They must decide which one they're going to endure over the other gentlemen. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Perez says, all right, would you rather have to get into the Tiger King Joe Exotics Tiger Sanctuary for a total of five minutes? You know, with tigers, not singular, plural, many tigers, 600 pounds a piece of nature's top killing machine. Five minutes, Tiger Sanctuary, you and the kitties, okay? Or would you rather get into the octagon with Michael Jordan? At his current age, with one lone objective, remove all six of his championship rings from his fingers. All right. Michael Jordan's a savage. (laughs) And uh, even at 50 plus, I'm pretty sure he could kick my ass. (laughs) I know he can, in fact. So, um, gentlemen, you go into the Tiger Sanctuary, or are you getting into the octagon with MJ and going to try and take his championship rings from him? Pick one. I'd like, I'd like to go first on this one. Please, uh, go yeah. ahead. First of all, this is probably the easiest one that you've... I mean, the last couple were pretty tough. It's pretty simple because the Tiger will literally rip your arm off. I mean, we saw it on the, the Tiger King. But Michael Jordan, he, he can beat me up all he wants, and I'd be I'd be happy about it. And that and he'd probably buy me a, a round afterwards and we'll smoke a cigar. <laughs> I mean, maybe. After, but after I take the rings from his hands, I can, you know, he can try to buy them back from me. So okay. I'll be a rich, I'll be a rich person after that. I'm pretty sure he's just going to kick the crap out of you, and the rings are never going into your hands. But that's neither here nor there. I understand. That's your opinion, Tombo. So what you're telling me is, give me the goat, Bob. Yes, give me the goat. Give me the goat, Bob. All right, Perez. You uh, you want to fight MJ or? You feeling you feeling lucky with five minutes in a tiger cage? <laughs> oh well, I mean, dude. First of all, MJ's a smoker, right? And so he's going to be a little winded. Okay. I'm much smaller than him. I'm fast. I'm going to get his back. I'm going to put him to sleep, and I'm going to gently take the rings off, put him in my pocket, and walk away. <laughs> it's going to be that simple. It's easy. Sorry, MJ, you're going to sleep, buddy. <laughs> Full rear naked choke. I'm going to have my hooks in. He's not going to be able to do anything about it. I'm going Royce Gracie on that bitch. Okay. All right. So now Perez is uh, going to take out the greatest basketball player of all time. One of the best athletes of all time. Um, put him to sleep. He in, in judo style, uh, jujitsu style. <laughs> e- easily. easily. Okay. 
He's not going to even see what's coming, and I won't, har- I won't harm him. I won't harm a hair on his head. I'm going to put him down gently, take the rings off, and walk away. I, I got you, MJ, but you're so, going down. So give me the goat, Bob. Give me the goat. Give me the goat, Bob. <laughs> he said he's going to take his back and put him to sleep, Royce Gracie style. Okay. <laughs> it's a fact. It's not even a question. Perez, uh, define, you said, I'm quick. How quick are you, bro? <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm quick, man. I'm telling you, like I, I've been running, and I, uh, you know, I'm slimmed up. Like I'm 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 gonna have his back. I'm slippery, you know. I'm I'm shifty. You got to worry about overconfidence he, going into that he, octagon, Perez. I know you've been doing a lot of working out and stuff, but I mean, but listen, he's gonna think I'm. Uh, he think he's gonna think I'm going left. I'm gonna go right. It's just that simple. <laughs> okay, you're gonna give him the Lamar Jackson and two step him. Oh, it, yeah, the old okie doke. <laughs> Sorry, MJ. I'm not even worried about it. Like, I, you know, bring it on. All right. Well, I mean, listen, you saw plenty of people get into those tiger cages and not get jacked up. I didn't say you had to walk in with food, um, but oh, I'm going to, and I'll tell you this too. Like I, uh, I'm pretty okay with the tiger cages too, man. Like I'm very peaceful. I think that the, uh, the tigers would feel that about me. And, uh, <laughs> After you just said you were going to smoke Michael Jordan in the octagon here. Peaceful very guy. peacefully, very peacefully. <laughs> I mean, he said, "I think the tigers they would sense that in me." All right, Perez, you're very zen today, sir. Very zen. What I do, man. <laughs> All right, the goat, tigers, and of course, Rona. This is what life looks like for the heroes in quarantine. Eleven episodes in, and uh, you can catch all of them with your newfound downtime. At Gym Class Zero Podcast on all podcast platforms. If uh, you got something, got something we should uh, be investigating in the sports world, because we certainly don't. <laughs> but look, uh, those Gym Class Zero moments, they're all around you, y'all. Daily life included. So keep your eyes peeled and DM the heroes if you see a Gym Class Hero moment we should be looking into. Uh, Perez, with your zen-like state over there, <laughs> why don't you give the... Uh, Folks, a quick book recommendation before we uh, blow this joint. Oh, I strongly recommend all of my friends to um, read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's a game changer. I knew you were going to, I knew it was going to be something positive and zen like. So, uh, Dude, I'm not even joking. Like, you need to read it. The like, Power of Now. Okay. It's an amazing book. Okay. It was, uh, it, it, he, uh, he did an interview with Oprah on TV. I didn't know this before I read the book, but, uh, She's got his back on this one. So if you know you're endorsed by Oprah, you're good. Yeah. If Oprah's got you, you're solid. Yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't realize how popular the book was either um, until I, until I got it, but it sold millions of copies. It's, it's about mindfulness and just uh, being present in your day to day. And it's, it's a game changer. Read it. This is how PRS formed the mentality of beating the goat and going into tiger cages. No problem. But I don't want to think of it as beating the goat. I want to think of it as me and MJ becoming one for a brief moment and falling asleep. <laughs> okay, enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> Burns. It's, it's going to be, a, I'm going to put him in a peaceful like trance while I steal his ring. All right. Teach me your ways, Sensei Perez. All right. Um, Burns. <laughs> if you were a wild animal, what would you be? A dolphin. What? I would be a dolphin. They're, they're smart as hell. They get to swim all over the ocean. You know what's smarter than a dolphin? 
A cuttlefish. Do you want to be a cuttlefish, Burns? <laughs> no, dolphins are smart, but... You know it's smarter than a dolphin and an octopus. Do you want to be an octopus, Burns? Why, why are you bringing up those horrible species? I, I want to be a, a fucking dolphin. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. Dolphin Burnsy. <laughs> P-Rez. Dolphins are amazing. P-Rez, I just got to know. I got to know. It's got to be like an ostrich or some sort of flamingo or something. If you were an animal, what would you be? Uh, Probably like a koala bear, man. Because <laughs> you got the herp? <laughs> you know, they just chill out, man. They're like little cuddly dudes. like just Yeah, chilling. all of them are infected with herpes. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't yeah. Know uh, yes, they are. I guarantee you, 90% of the koala population has herpes. Congrats. Oh, wow. Good Do animal choice. Do they die from it? No. Give me the herp. <laughs> Give me the herp. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing on your eucalyptus with the herp. <laughs> if it's not fatal to them, then I can handle it. You know, It is what it is. Oh, I think I just choked on my tears. Okay. Um, (laughs) Again, I am Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and quiz guru. Thanking y'all, as always, for riding with us. Look, party people, we're in a situation right now, real foreign to us. Uh, My piece of advice this week, lean into the strangeness of it all, like Pierre has a saying over here. No better time to take a risk and get outside of that box you've been putting yourself in pre-Rona. Get weird. Get creative. Get better. But most importantly, take care of each other. It's real simple, y'all. Just be nice to each other, damn it. It goes quite a long ways. Y'all stay healthy, and we'll see you for episode 12 of the Gym Class Hero Podcast.